traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, this is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. How is everyone doing on this fantastic weekend? As I said, I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is The Geek Show. It's a show where we kind of take a break from all the politics, all the yelling and screaming. Of course, there's always going to be that. But for the most part, we just sit back, relax, and talk about fun things in the world of movies, video games, a little bit of everything. A little housekeeping before I explain what's going to happen on the show today. Uh, we have, well, first, you might be saying, Corey, why are you here? You said there was no geek show this week. I know there was a Bradley basketball game that was scheduled. But then due to the opponent's COVID issues, they had to cancel or not cancel, postpone the match so uh for right now we're still gonna have this show and we have let me see here i think we have just three more one two yeah three more episodes of the geek show for the year but then we enter season four of the geek show that's when things get dark uh but yeah the, so the next two weeks we'll have regular geek shows and then uh, on the 26th we'll have the very last episode of the geek show where i do one of my favorite shows of all year because it is just a lot of yelling and complaining and just uh, enjoying things but the year being 2020 and what this year has been to all of us i think there's gonna be a lot of complaining i have four top five lists one one of my favorites being the worst things about 2020. I have a feeling that's going to be a really long list. So that's looking ahead to the future. But for right now, on today's Geek Show, we're doing this. We start off the show with some miscellaneous news. I got some video game news, uh, a hilarious website. If that, if you are like me and just tired of 2020, you might enjoy this. And a couple, well, no, this one, uh, Nerfies. I'm going to say Nerfies. I'm going to leave it there. I'll explain it in a little bit here. Then we take a break and we come back. We'll talk about movie news, uh, very interesting things in the world of uh, celebrities and movies. And once again, some movies changing uh, because of COVID and movie theaters and a sign of hope for one of the largest movie theater companies uh, in the country. Then we take a break for news and we get back after that. We'll go to Corey's Tech Corner where I will talk about probably one of the worst ideas I've ever heard that Microsoft filed a patent for. It involves meetings and ratings. I am not joking. It is really bizarre and just uh, I don't see anything good coming out of it. Then, of course, we end the show with the top five list of the week, the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. We got trailers, we got videos, we got a little bit of everything, but for right now, let's start off with Nerfies, because you're probably like, Corey, that sounds really weird. Is it like a Furby? Is it like a selfie? What is it? Well, Nerfies are this. There are a bunch of people that say this is the next new selfie, and it will be called Nerfies. And Nerfies allowed the viewer uh, to zoom and pan around a subject in 3D without requiring any special equipment, just a camera-equipped smartphone and some CPU processing power. So this app will be able to use your phone and create almost a 3D model of the room you're in. The best way to describe it would be like, uh, look at an object in your house, like a cup, right? You, you, if you look directly at the cup, boom, that's what the image would look like. But if it's a Nerfie, you will have that still image, but you'll be able to 
bend back and forth, up and down, and look at it at a whole 360 degree angle. It's super cool because the fact that we needed a lot of equipment in order to do that originally, but we don't now. That's just the amazement to me about the, the processing ability of uh, technology. One day, assuming Nerfies actually catch on, someone looking at the photo of a fancy meal that they shared online would potentially be able to pan around, examine the restaurant itself, and uh, you'll be able to see different angles of the food. Uh, my only concern with this is uh, what does that mean for uh, people around you? Because obviously there's some privacy things. When you do a selfie, you kind of realize, okay, I can control who's in the image or not. Another one, and this one is very interesting, is let's say you were a fashionista. I hate that word, fashionista. Uh, and you shared a nerfie of themselves uh, trying on a new outfit. Uh, people who are viewing it will be able to zoom out and see the entire outfit, zoom in and focus on specific uh, pieces of that fashion outfit. So I'll be curious to see if that will uh, launch into 2021. I think they need a new name, though. I, Nerfy just sounds weird. It sounds like a goofy character. Like, hey, it's me. I'm Nerfy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, next up in the world of awesome Oh my gosh. I've talked about it on the show before. I really want to go to Japan one time in my life. I love Japan. I love the culture. I love uh, the um, the history of it. I love the animation behind it, the anime they have there. Uh, Pokemon was created there. I really want to go there once in my life. And uh, just adding to it is the announcement that the Super Nintendo Land will be opening at Universal Studios Japan on February 4th, 2021. If you haven't seen images of this and you are a Mario fan, you need to look this up because it literally looks like you're walking into the world of Mario. It's really cool. They haven't announced all the features yet, but they let a few press people go around and they released some teaser images. And the big one is showing off a Mario Kart themed roller coaster. It's housed in Inside a reconstructed Bowser's castle, and it will make use of AR and projection mapping technology. So when you hop onto this cart, you'll be able to put on a headset, and then visually you will go into the Mario Kart world. Uh, it says you'll be able to compete against other people around you, which I think is cool, but it is an on-rails style uh, ride. So I'm, I'll be curious to see how they're going to make that into a competitive scene. If it's on a rails being on rails means is that you have no control over it, uh, that the ride dictates where it goes. So really, really cool. I'll be curious to see. Um, they will be opening it at 50 percent capacity. Uh, that was my other concern with covid and everything. Uh, having people wear these uh, AR projection mapping technology devices, I, I feel like that's going to spread a lot of germs. But Japan is doing very well when it comes to. COVID, I think part of that is because Japan as a culture is known to be very clean, very sanitary, and even very socially distanced in how they talk to people. Uh, next up, okay, who isn't tired of 2020? I think most of us are, regardless on the the elections, which side won and which side you stand on. I think we're all tired of it. <laughs> I think we all collectively can agree to erase 2020 from the history books. But if you're like me and tired of it, I have something really funny and hilarious to tell you. There is a new place where you can send an email and your email will be printed out on a live stream and it will slowly go on a conveyor belt 
into a dumpster and it will be burned. So you can put all of your negative feelings towards 2020, write it down, and then it will burn in a dumpster fire. So you can send an email to dumpsterfire at hay.com with a message or an attached picture you want to see burned away in the fire. Then you can watch the live feed of your message being printed out and moved up a conveyor belt and dropped into the flames. What's really cool above all of this is that you might not have time. It might take a while for your message to print off, depending on the amount of people doing this. Uh, they will send you and email you back a clip of your paper being burned. I think that's just hilarious and kind of cool. Uh, I love the little innovative things like that. And hey, you know what? I, I always go back to uh, the world of social media has taken away uh, an iconicness of um, there is an iconic scene in TV shows where there's always the husband is mad at the mom or the wife is mad at the, the mom of the husband. And they're like, I'm going to go over there. And then the other spouse always says, ah, why don't you write it down? And put it in an envelope and put it into the the dresser here. And tomorrow, if you feel the same way, you can send it. And the lesson being that you shouldn't act on your feelings. Well, social uh, instantly. You should act on your feelings, but not instantly. And uh, social media has kind of taken that away from us uh, to a point where you can get lots of trouble for your first reactions to things. But... Uh, I think this is just an interesting way that if you want to just let go and release your anger of the world, type up an email to dumpsterfire at hey.com and you'll be able to uh, burn away your feelings for 2020. Uh, those monoliths, I'm not going to stand too long to talk about it because it's just hilarious. And I think every radio station, if not every media outlet in the world, has already covered it. I just wanted to bring it up because because of that monolith. I don't know about you. I'll be watching 2001 A Space Odyssey this weekend. I think it's hilarious. It popped up in Utah, then disappeared. Then uh, one just recently popped up in California, and one even popped up in Europe. Uh, some people are saying this is a marketing uh, ploy or a film um, viral uh, marketing ploy. I don't know. I think it's cool. Hey, if it distracts us from the world that we're in right now, I'm cool with that. And finally, I don't know. You might not be aware of this game, or maybe you are. I mean, depending on the amount of money it's made, uh, there was a big, big video game release this year, and that is called Genshin Impact. It was released on all devices, and it is a free-to-play game. Free-to-play, meaning that you can download the game for free, and if you want to buy things like boosters to help level you up faster or fancy new swords or new costumes you have to pay real money for it well they announced this week that according to a study from a mobile uh, tech company that the just the phone version of the game made nearly 400 million dollars and counting and this came out on september 28th of this year in two months they were able to make 400 million dollars that is insane. And what's even more insane is that is just on phones. This was also released on PlayStation 4, your PC, and I believe Xbox and maybe even the Switch. So it begs the question, how much money total has it made in just a couple months? Absolutely insane. So your kids might be playing it. You might be playing it. I played it for a little bit. Then I kind of got bored and moved on. But it's something big. I'll be curious to see if they'll be able to continue that on into the next year. And with that, you guys, we'll take a break. When we get back, let's talk about the world of movies. 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing? Let's talk about the world of movies and TV shows as we... Do you hear it? It's the bell. We have a new contender. Yes, uh, we have a new contender in the world of streaming services. Any guesses? I talked about this a little bit, but now we have a lot more details that I can share. And that is Discovery. Yes, the Discovery Channel is kind of copying uh, Disney on this one by announcing their newest uh, streaming exclusive service called Discovery Plus. Yes, because Plus is the new cool thing. Uh, it will be released on January 4th. It will be, come out in two options. You have an ad-supported one. So for $5 a month, you can watch all of the Discovery Channel, Food Network, uh, HGTV, and various exclusive documentary type stuff for $5 a month. But it will include ads. If you don't want ads, you can pay $7 a month and you'll be able to watch everything without any commercials. One of the big exclusives that they're talking about is that all of the Olympics that will happen, I don't know if it's next year or the year after that in Europe, will be all showcased through the streaming site. Cool. I just don't think that the Discovery Channel, and I'm really not their uh, target audience, but I don't think they have enough to sustain uh, a $5 ad-supported version of their programs. I don't know. I, I was looking over their list and I mean, it's the typical stuff. It's a lot of your reality shows like the deadliest catch and whatnot. But when it comes to exclusives, I'm not too much or things that I could find a little different elsewhere. So coming January 4th, Discovery Plus, I'll be very curious to see if they can sustain themselves on their own. If it was if I was a betting man, I would say that uh, they're going to launch and it's not going to do super well and that they might partner up with say Disney or one of the other bigger streaming services and kind of work out a deal to partner up with them. Very cool news in the world of acting. Oscar-nominated Umbrella Academy star Elliot Page announced that he is transgender this week. Uh, I know that a lot of people in the transgender community are super excited about this because uh, I think Elliot is probably the biggest uh, biggest influencer or star uh, that is transgender. And now they have somebody that can be kind of an icon for it. He announced on Twitter this week, and he was expecting a lot of hate, but I saw nothing but uh, love and support for him. I didn't really see any negative comments out there. People said there were, but I personally didn't see any. Uh, Netflix said that uh, Elliot will be coming back for the Umbrella Academy and that they are changing the names in all of Elliot's movies to showcase his name. Super, super cool. Uh, next up in the world of movies, you know, I said that I was excited about this, but now I'm not sure. And that is AMC Entertainment. AMC Entertainment, of course, is the number one uh, movie theater company in the country. And they've been having some bad issues this year because of COVID. And it's uh, sparked concerns that they might have to close up shop, which would be terrible for the industry as a whole and terrible for the amount of people that work there. But AMC Entertainment Holdings has filed to raise up to $844 million by selling stock as the exhibitor struggles to stay afloat during the COVID-19 pandemic. They've done this before, but that's a lot of money to help raise to help stay afloat. 
I don't know. I, I'm, uh, between you and me, I'm a geek, but I'm a numbers geek and I'm not a stock market geek. So I don't know fully what this fully means. It just means that to me that, hey, we're struggling for money and we need something to keep us afloat. I don't know if selling stocks are going to hurt them in the long run, but they're doing anything they can to stay afloat. And I think that's OK. I think that one of the more annoying things about the movie theater industry is that I don't know how to support them because uh, in our local community and I'll t spread this love everywhere. Uh, shop local, buy local. Uh, if you want to e go out to eat, buy local, do something. I mean, you can help stores. You can help restaurants by buying stuff. I don't know how we can support uh, movie theaters because there's nothing that I, I know one movie theater offered like popcorn that you could pull up and they bring it to you. I thought that was really cool, but I I'm just a little concerned on if we can keep that uh, ball rolling. Uh, and leading from that story is this news. Uh, Warner Brothers is considering changing a lot of their different movies. Uh, they want to keep the new Mortal Kombat movie in theaters, so they're going to be delaying that movie. But they are considering a platform hybrid launch for the Tom and Jerry movie, Judas and the Black Messiah, and The Little Things. And then on top of that, the new James Bond film, No Time to Die, may also receive another delay. The movie right now is set for a theatrical launch in April 2nd of 2021, more than a year after it was originally supposed to come out. But the movie's backers aren't confident with the release, according to Variety. So that might be changing very soon. Paramount Pictures, which owns that movie, doesn't plan on selling any more of its movies to streaming services. Uh, they did earn hundreds of millions of dollars during the pandemic by selling movies like The Trial of the Chicago 7, Coming to America, and Without Remorse to Streaming Services. Yeah, I mean, this is still the kind of mystery that we're in right now. Are movie theaters going to be able to survive until April or June when the CDC said that we'll probably have everyone who wants to be vaccinated will be? I don't know, uh, but I will f keep following this and keep you guys up to date with the latest. Uh, there were really big rumors that they were shopping around for James Bond, but that the price was too high for streaming services. So I don't know. I think it's really amazing uh, that on December 25th, Christmas Day, we're going to have two major blockbuster films being released on streaming services on disney you have the new pixar movie and then on uh, hbo max you have the wonder woman movie and that is uh, like insane when you really think about it because both of those movies probably would have made a couple hundred million dollars wonder woman probably maybe five six hundred million dollars and the fact that they're releasing it for free on a streaming service i, I just question how they make their money back in that one some quick ones, then we'll take a break. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog director is now attached to direct a live-action CGI hybrid film starring the Peak Panther. Uh, Monster Hunter, the new movie based off of the video game, has its release date changed again. It will now be scheduled for December 25th of next year. Uh, the Adam Project, Mark Ruffalo, is teaming up with Ryan Reynolds in a sci-fi movie in which... Uh, Reynolds travels back in time to get help from his 13-year-old self. Mark Ruffalo will play Reynolds' dad. Uh, Final Destination 6 creator uh, Jeffrey Redrick said that there will be another Final Destination movie, and that is currently in development. Uh, and finally, this one's fascinating. I know it has a cult status. In fact, my sister really likes the movie. In a recent interview with ComicBook.com, Stephen Chido? 
I believe that's how you pronounce his name, stated that the success of his latest movie, Alien Xmas, could determine whether we get a Killer Clowns from Outer Space 2 on Netflix. Very interesting. Before we hit the break, I have to tell you about Warp Drive Toys, the sponsor for the Geek Show. They've been serving Central Illinois for all your toy and collectible needs, especially in the world of sci-fi. Star Wars, Star Trek, Forces of Valor, Hobby Master, and more, both new and pre-owned. But here's the best thing about it, and I love this so stinking much. One of the most annoying things about buying things online, especially like replicas and stuff, is that you never know what it looks like or how it feels. Warp Drive Toys will allow you to come in, feel the product, see the product, make sure it fits to make sure that you will be happy with your purchase. And that's what I love so much. Nothing is more sad than buying something that looks so cool online and then when you get it at your door and it doesn't look anything like what was shown online. So this is your go-to place, 206 North Main Creve Court, Illinois, Warp Drive Toys. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing on this fantastic weekend? And if you uh, listen to The Geek Show often, you might be saying, well, wait a second, Corey, you said two weeks ago, no Geek Show this week because of Bradley Basketball. Well, the game has been postponed, so... Hopefully you will get your Bradley basketball fix soon. But for right now, we're back with the Geek Show. I think we have like three or four more episodes for this year's Geek Show. Then we enter season four of the Geek Show. But for right now, let's talk about technology as we head on down to Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world. Now, I'm not going to talk about this that long, uh, the big elephant in the room, but it's something I don't think it's going to get to the point, and on top of all of it, it's a lot more complicated than what people might think, and I don't have enough time to fully break it down. But President Trump announced this week that he wants to repeal Section 230, and he said that it needs to be included with the spending bill, otherwise it won't get uh, passed. Both sides want to adjust Section 230 of the Internet. If you're on the left, they're saying, hey, Facebook, you need to monitor your stuff better and stop fake things from coming out. If you're on the right, you're saying, Facebook, you need to stop uh, censoring us because you're doing that and it's bad and we'll sue you if you do. Uh, the problem is, is that there's a lot more that you don't realize. While it sounds great at first, like, yeah, we don't want anyone censoring anyone. If it's, if Section 230 is repealed, the censoring will go to another level that you couldn't even comprehend yet because Facebook and all companies online would be held liable for whatever, uh, you, the person posted on there. So, there will be a lot more censorship. I mean, a lot more. And it will kill companies like Parler, uh, not because of Parler's stance on wh how to censor stuff, but because if you're sued so often, only big businesses can stay alive. And guess what? Twitter and Facebook are huge companies. They're one of the few that could probably monitor their stuff efficiently enough to not be sued as often and won't have to worry about being sued to death as a company when smaller companies won't stand a chance. So it's something I'll keep an eye on. If it really gets close to the point where I think it will be repealed, then I will break it down a lot more because it's very important and you should be aware of it because there's a lot more to it and it's not as simple as, ah, yeah, don't censor us. There's a lot, lot more to it. 
Uh, in the world of technology, this one makes me sad. Samsung has rumored that they are going to be discontinu- discontinuing their Galaxy Note line uh, and then focus more on their Galaxy S and Z Fold phones. The Z Fold phone is the one that's collapsible. Uh, that makes me sad just because I am a huge fan of the Galaxy Note line. It's a more upper-end uh, phone. I like it personally because it's one you don't need to replace like every two years, and it's one that has a great stinking camera and video quality which is what i really want with my phone uh makes me sad not too surprising but it's just another effect of covid according to samsung uh this one is huge to me and that is huge in that scary (laughs) microsoft has filed a patent that will be able to record and score meetings based on body language expression and even interest i'm not joking so technology giant microsoft has filed a patent for a system to monitor Monitor employees' body language and facial expressions during work meetings to give the events a quality score. They put that in quotations. So the filing suggests it could be deployed in real-world meetings or virtual get-togethers. It envisions rooms packed with sensors to monitor the participants. The sensors could record the following. Uh, which invitees actually attend the meeting, attendees' body language and facial expressions, the amount of time each participant spent contributing to the meeting, and speech patterns consistent with boredom and fatigue. Now, if you're Microsoft, Microsoft says, look, we're not trying to monitor or score people based on how much they actually focus on meetings. Our goal with this is like this. Like, let's say our system monitors the the room, and it says, ah, Corey's kind of tired, bored, he's not really interacting that much at this point they what they're thinking is that microsoft will send that information to the managers and the managers will see well you know what everyone kind of got bored and lost interest at this point maybe if i cut down the frequency of these meetings and then on top of it shorten the meetings to this long it would make meetings more efficient but other people are suggesting and i'm in that same category of I don't want to be raided when I'm in a meeting. Do you want to really like sit down and have a boss say, okay, let's uh, analyze your feed here, Corey. Uh, in this meeting, you, uh, you seem to lean back a little bit. And based on your eye movement, you weren't really looking at the screen. You were more listening uh, based on the way you were interacting with everyone. You look kind of bored. Can you explain that? Were you really working or paying attention in it? I just feel like that, that line, uh, we always have that line. And I talk about it in me- in the geek show all the time is that we don't want to cross a certain line. Once you give up your freedoms, they're going to be gone. And especially in the world of technology. So I don't know about you, but I really don't want to live in a world where we are uh, scored based on how interested we are in a meeting. Because there are a lot of factors in it. Maybe you just had a bad day. Maybe the meeting is just genuinely bad. But the manager is like, ah, no, I love these things. Everybody loves it. It, it's not good. Uh, on top of that, Microsoft is saying, well, look, uh, we're going to do our best. This isn't a uh, a security thing. This isn't a way to harm employees. It's just a tool to be used to help enhance meetings. I'll leave it up to you, but it, I don't know about you. I don't want managers uh, scoring me based on meetings. I don't think anyone does. 
Now, before we hit the break, I have to tell you about Warp Drive Toys. They're located on North Main Street in Creve Core. And here's the thing. it's They've been serving Central Illinois for all your toy and collectible needs, especially in the sci-fi category. But we have to talk about the greatest thing ever, which is Baby Yoda. I literally hopped on their Facebook page today, and the first image was just a shelf filled with Baby Yoda stuff. So if you want, obviously with the Christmas season here, uh, if you want to buy some uh, nice Baby Yoda things or anything Star Wars or sci-fi related to your little geeks or big geeks in your family, definitely check out Warp Drive Toys North Main Street in Creve Core. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing on this fantastic weekend? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, you might be saying, Corey, you said there was no Geek Show this week because of Bradley Basketball. I know, but it got postponed, so here we are, brand new Geek Show. And we're going to end the year off. I think we have three more episodes after this. Yeah, three more episodes of the Geek Show for the year. Then we'll have a repeat of the last episode, and then we'll be back for season four now. Yeah, season four of the Geek Show on January 9th. Of course, we end the show. Uh, the last show of the year is always my favorite segment. It's where we talk about the worst things about 2020, the best things about 2020. And I don't know about you, but I have a list like a mountain level high when it comes to the worst things about 2020. What a year this has been. So we'll go over that at the very end of the year, but we're almost there. We're just about there. But for right now, let's end the show with my favorite segment, the top five list of the week. This is the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. We have uh, trailers, some good, some horrible, and some horrible, potentially horrible, I should say. Uh, and then we have a viral video and something really, really cool happened on a game show. Where do we start on a top five list? Number five. Number five. Okay, so it's the beginning of December, the first week of December here, and something that I think you will be uh, realizing as you go over the world of radio, TV, and anything entertainment-wise, uh, the entertainment industry has made it a rule that in December of every year, they release a bunch of top lists, the top lists for 2020, trending, and all of that. And I guarantee you, everybody will be talking about it. But uh, YouTube, and I mean, here I am talking about it. Uh, YouTube released their list of top trending videos of 2020, and this is really, really fascinating to me. So number five will go to the number one trending video on YouTube. Do you have any guesses on what it is? I am comfortable in the backseat of the car. Uh, so carry on, young ones. It's hard to figure out what to say about George Floyd, so I'm not going to say it yet. I, uh... Are you guys having a good time, or is this weird? Yeah, so Netflix decided to release a Dave Chappelle entire stand-up comedy bit. You can look it up now on, on YouTube. Just look for 846. That was what the title of the stand-up special was, and they just released it. It's filled with lots of cursing, so kids don't watch it. But uh, I think this was fascinating, because never in my life did I think a stand-up comedy special would be the top trending video of 2020. I mean, some of the things made sense. You had the SNL uh, open debate 
debate, the first debate making fun of the debate between Trump and Biden. Uh, you had some uh, Minecraft videos, which, by the way, the fact that Minecraft is still doing well is just mind-blowing. Uh, and a few other, like, drama videos, uh, stuff that I really hate on YouTube. But I really thought the number one would be a music video. But here we are, Dave Chappelle. He's at 29, close to 30 million views on YouTube. And you can watch an entire stand-up for free. I think that's awesome, and that's the most trending video of 2020 for YouTube. Kind of cool. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a movie that is probably going to be bad, and I'll explain why after, because there's a whole list of drama behind this movie. This is a trailer for Chaos Walking. It's so loud here. We call it the noise. Happened to all the men on this planet. Every thought in our heads. On display. Where are all the women? They're dead. So, Chaos Walking, based on a, a book that apparently got lots of praise. I've never seen it or heard of it, but... Uh, Here's the thing. It stars Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. What they don't tell you in this trailer, because it's coming out later, I think it's next year. Yeah, January 22nd, 2021. This movie was filmed, I think it was three or four years ago, and they had a test screening for it. And people hated it. They said it was terrible. The acting was horrible. This is before Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley really became really big megastars. And... uh because of that, because of their early perception, they're like, okay, we're going to go uh, redo most of this film. So they reshot a bunch of the film, and then it disappeared for about a year until it finally showed up just last weekend uh, with this trailer. So I don't think it's going to be good just because of all the drama behind it. Now, I don't know if you know this, a fun little interesting uh, tidbit. Uh, Hollywood makes a lot of movies. Some of these movies they never actually release, either because it's bad or because of of just timing and scheduling. But when some celebrities that are in it uh, become super famous, they release these films and say, ah, see, we had a Tom Holland here the whole time, uh, Spider-Man. And they do it because they want the, the actors themselves to bring in the money uh, just based off the name. So I think this is one of those cases. And it's coming out January 22nd. It says in theaters. It will probably come out digitally and in theaters because I don't think we'll be fully over all of this uh, COVID stuff in January. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Take a look online. Let me know what you think. Number three. Number three. Okay, this one's awesome. I love game shows, and normally I play lots of clips that are uh, uh, oopsies or where they make mistakes on air live, but this one's more fun and just awesome. So Chef David Chang, you've probably heard this, but if you haven't, uh, he is a celebrity chef. He is on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for uh, charity. All the money will go to charity, and uh, he was on the million-dollar question when this happened. I'm going to go final answer. B. Benjamin Harrison, final answer. God, no. Well, you're no Norm MacDonald. And I'm no Regis, we all know that. God, I wish I was. Just won you a million dollars for your charity.
Yeah, so that's super awesome. The fact that this chef was able to conquer all of these questions. I mean, it's rare enough to find people who can make it to a million dollars, but have a celebrity chef on there win? Super, super awesome, and it's really cool that all that money is going into uh, charity. In fact, it's the Southern Smoke Foundation. So, super cool. You can watch the whole clip online. ABC has it. Who wants to be a millionaire? Number two. Number two. Okay, number two. Here we go. Probably what will be the worst movie of 2020, and in fact, it is out on Tuesday. Uh, This is Bobbleheads the movie. I am not joking. It is a movie featuring bobbleheads when the family's gone our humans have gone awol why are we standing here the bobbleheads are on let's not let our prototypes give us a big head oops too late meet ikiyoi kulani deuce and purples i'm done residing with inferiors Okay, where do we even start with this trailer? I was cringing the entire time when I was watching it, but on top of it, the sound of the bobblehead bobbling is one of the most annoying sounds I've heard in a long time, and it is played throughout that trailer. It's a minute and a half trailer, and I made it to about 30 seconds, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Uh, this movie was kind of... Um, shuffled under the rug i would say because uh, it looks like they were trying to make it big but the animation looks horrible and they've been uh, seriously if you look up bobbleheads of the movie it showcases a guest star not their main stars for the movie a guest star as their main actress and she's just a guest she doesn't have a main role share so i don't know Here's the thing on The Geek Show. If you follow The Geek Show, you know one thing, and that is Corey is terrible at predicting things. And when he says something is terrible, it ends up being great. And when he thinks something's going to be great, it ends up being terrible. So I'm going to say, I think we all can collectively agree that Bobbleheads the movie is going to be bad. Watch, 2021, I'm going to regret saying that. Here's number one. Number one, number one goes to a sequel to an animated movie that I have a confession to say about it. First I'll play it, then I'll give you my confession. This is The Boss Baby 2. So, what's the crisis? An evil genius is teaching kids to be very bad, bad babies. Welcome to the baby revolution. Uh We're gonna need a disguise to go undercover. What have you done to me? No, really? Going sailing? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm a 30-year-old guy. I like pop culture. And we all have our guilty pleasure shows, right? I mean, for the longest time, I was ashamed to tell people that I really liked the Jersey Shore. Was it terrible? Of course it was. It was a garbage TV show. But I loved watching every second of it. And here's the thing. I thought Boss Baby was actually an okay movie. I know. Uh, Don't judge me. Don't walk away from the radio right now. I know what you're thinking. Corey, I can't take you seriously. You like the Boss Baby? I did. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't outstanding. 
it was just a solid movie. Nothing, nothing good, nothing bad. And I was really shocked that they're making a sequel for it because the Boss Baby has achieved a um, meme status. There's lots of memes making fun of it, and I'm just genuinely shocked that they decided to release a, a sequel. This is the Boss Baby two. Uh, the kids are adults in this movie, and they drink a formula that turn them into little babies and little suits and sailor outfits, and they go save the world from an evil guy. That's coming out in 2021, no official release date yet, so who knows, maybe we'll be seeing that in theaters, but uh, yeah, The Boss Baby 2. I need to do like a top 10 confessionals uh, list for The Geek Show, where I release all of the movies that I actually like that everybody hates. I think number one would go to The Cat in the Hat. I love the Cat in the Hat movie starring Mike Myers. It is a terrible movie. I find it incredibly funny. I don't know why. I have a really weird sense of humor, I guess. But with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. As always, I try to end with a really positive note. So I hope you all, I know the holiday seasons and with COVID and all of this, things can seem down, can seem gloomy, but we have to work together and we'll pull through this. There's one thing I say every week, and that's Peoria, the local area, the community of geeks. We do one thing and great, which is gathering together, sharing the things we love, and watching out for each other. So never feel alone or sad during the holiday season. We're all here. We're all in this together. And as always, feel free to reach out if you ever want to chat. Have a fantastic weekend, and I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.